0: Thank mm-hmm.
1: The part time Otaku podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. And we are back with some more Attack on Titan coverage. Uh, this week we are covering episode 80 of season four titled From You 2000 Years Ago. Mm. Um, if this is your first time listening, we are an anime only podcast. Uh, so we have no insights into the rest of the manga or anything like that. It's just pretty much we're. We're on the same page as you, and we're just learning along with you as well. So uh, before we get into it, we want to give a shout-out uh, to Reddit user Patatsko, uh, for the um, founder, Ymir, uh, art. Brightened um, her up sh- a little bit. Gave her some life. Gave her some life. <laughs> At the end of this episode, it's something <laughs> she could have used in her life. But um, <laughs> but anyway, so thank you very much, Potatsko, for that. Um, so we'll jump into the synopsis, and uh, then we will... Uh, Get down into the plot, because, Dave, there is a lot to talk about Dude, this Dude, there's so much to talk about. We... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. wild. All right. Uh, for 2,000 years, the founding of Ymir has been waiting, a slave to those with royal blood. However, Aaron's yearning for freedom gives her a choice that could shake things up. Man, oh, man. Dave, I was thinking to you a lot uh, watching this episode, because I think in my mind, what you have said that has rung out the most, almost like a want from you, and I know you really want it, and I don't think we completely got it. Mm-hmm. We did not get Ymir talking, or founder Ymir talking, but mm-hmm. we got the backstory. We did. And, you know, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit here, mm-hmm. just but this is just, again, it's been on my mind, yeah, I know yeah. it's been on your mind a lot, but just that moment, like, how did you feel? Because this is kind of like the big, it's a big moment for everyone, but I know for you, this has been on the top of your mind. I'm <sighs> um, you conflicted. She didn't speak?
0: well you, at first yes um and, yeah. and i think there's reasoning for that um but like I, i'm gonna stop saying this is the biggest episode ever because i've said it three in a row now and it's just like if... we're at the ending right yeah and so we'll have to determine when the series is over which moments were the biggest but like to me i i wanted to know what started this and what happened and i want like i think that they answered some of the biggest questions in AOT and in the world building like yes. in, in that sense for the whole show in the last two episodes and the the stuff i was extremely interested in and i'm happy with i'm happy with the history that they kind of gave us i think like
1: great history episode her yeah.
0: story might be or it probably her story is the most tragic in a in a world that they've built of
1: just extreme I think it's- tragedy it's like the proto-tragedy of this universe. You know, it, it's, that's it's a very good way to put it. It's the pinnacle. It's the, it's the rise. It's the fall. It's you know, it is the the tragedy of the story. And it's, they they really nailed it. Honestly, the,
0: the way I thought about it, it's we're we're on similar wavelengths. I think I was trying to put it into words, and it's like her, her Ymir's suffering, mm. and her experience with slavery is sort of emblematic for all Eldians. Like which I think, I think you all know what people I mean. All a, people, yeah,
1: yeah. It's humanity. I think th- it's funny because we've been, you know, we've been so back and forth. You know, especially these past couple seasons. You know, or specifically season four and the tail end of season three. But it's who's really the victim here, mm-hmm. and it's been a lot of. Is it Marley? Is it mm-hmm. you know? Is it Eldia? Is or you know? Is it parody? And I think this episode <laughs> kind of just put the light on. You know, humanity has mm-hmm. been suffering in this. In this. You know, little pocket of storytelling, but it's
0: it's funny because humanity also
1: the cause in a way. Like it's yeah, it's it's self inflicted wounds, one hundred percent. It's you know the maliciousness of man, and I think they just solidify just how shitty humans are. And this show, you know, it is so fantasy, and it's it's great because it is grounded. But this is one of the most. I think this really hit home in season four, part one, where we're like. All, like, you know, the dialogues to war, or, you know, the comparisons to the modern day war in our, in, in our world and all that. It just, there's so much, like, you could compare it to. And they were, I think, you know, Isayama clearly was trying to tell a message in that way. Oh and God, yeah. I think in this part now, it's transcending just war itself. It's just like human suffering. And yeah. Anyway, well, we're going to come back to this. There, we should probably get back into the plot here you because, know, yeah. like I said, there there is a lot to cover. But we're, um, we're going
0: to do our best to stay on topic here. But you know, I think with it being one of the biggest episodes of the season, I have a lot of a, questions. Yeah, we, yeah, we have a lot of questions we want to get to. There are a lot of highlights I want to point to, and there's some also some really fun Easter eggs, kind of foreshadowing moments that I want to like call back to. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and. You know, maybe we'll do like as much as we can as the plot and then we'll get back to a lot of the fun stuff. I don't know. We're going to freeform yeah. it. Bear with us, guys. We're just as excited as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really, really fun one.
1: Um, so, you know, the episode opens up to, you know, Grisha taking the founding power from Frida uh, and the Reese family. Have we actually, I-, I can't recall it, have we seen him squishing the kids or is that a first?
0: Um, Wit Studio did it in season three but like different angles and everything um, yes
1: i was gonna say because it felt new obviously like it's yeah. drawn by someone else and, and, and whatnot but and those it, titans it, yeah. might have even been hand-drawn i don't even know if they were cg they look different but they look they did i don't think they were cg in this instance but yeah it was interesting because <laughs> i don't know if like they're just short on time or if like maybe that's how it really went but like The fight was over the second it started. Like, Grisha took it from Frida almost instantaneously and then proceeded to smash everyone and then moved on. And I was like, fuck, okay. (laughs) So I kind of appreciated that
0: because I was like, like pacing was extremely important in this episode. Oh, yeah. And we know what
1: happens. So I think they were like, okay, we can motor through this shit. Mm -hmm. But I think, yes. when I think that's the main cause of it. But just like, in a lore perspective, to show like just how Grisha kind of just like, oh, like steep, he just manhandled <laughs> it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just so fast because we actually haven't seen Grisha really do much in it the, as the attack titan, right? So it's
0: maybe it's because he knew he literally couldn't lose because fate was on his side. Like he was just could be firing on all cylinders. I know
1: that's like a weird take, but no, we're going to talk bet... a lot about free will and faith and all that well, shit. Tis a big theme this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then, you know, and then it kind of cuts to you know, the moments from the end of last episode with, you know, the closing moments of uh, between Grisha and Zeke. um, But then we get, like, a little bit extra. You know, it's the whole stuff of, you know, you can't trust Aaron. You have to stop Aaron, Zeke, and, or Zeke. The way it's, so Grisha says Zeke's name different than everyone else in the cast, I know. it's so funny.
0: That guy, you know, really needs to get his due. Um, I, yeah. I still maintain that the, his breakdown uh scene last week is, like, maybe yes. some of the best he's ever done in AOT. And I remember you pointing to how good he was in season 4.1 and
1: yeah yes. that shouldn't be overlooked but anyway no, definitely not so you know but then we get a quick follow-up too and it and it, it, i always forget just how kind of cheeky aaron is mm-hmm. and he's like oh we haven't seen the part where, where i eat my father or <laughs> eat our father and i know i took that as like him baiting zeke of like yeah. oh we're not done like it was mm-hmm. almost like a point of like i'm behind the wheel now yeah and it immediately moves past that like it. it funny enough to me the one thing that sticks out the most in this episode is that one piece of dialogue from aaron
0: because i remember thinking like do you have more to do in the past or like
1: almost like he's like teasing zeke because yeah because if there's a big thing zeke should have just shut the fuck up you know Mm -hmm. like i'm not on his side but it's funny this episode definitely kind of puts him in a better light for sure um in some instances his own tragic story 100 and (laughs) which is <laughs> the way the Aaron said it, like, as if he wanted to continue, or he was just kind of like putting in his face of, like, look, all the time yeah. you wasted into my advantage. I, it kind of took it as like a fuck you, Zeke. No, you know? I, like, I think you're right. I think he's rubbing his nose in it a little yeah. bit. But, um, but yeah, so then, you know, there's like a bit of back and forth between the two of them, you know, of like, you know, it's Zeke like piecing everything together a little bit. But at the same time, they're confirming
0: some odd, like, I think this is actually, uh, well done, because as we discussed last week, uh, time travel, if you want to call it that, how the memories yeah. work, like, you know, narratively, what decision do they want to make? How is this going to work? And they basically tell you, like, they Zeke, is, words, Zeke yeah. is the audience, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, wait, so did you selectively show dad stuff to further your agenda? And also, like, how did you know? And Aaron confirms what we thought
1: last week. He saw mm-hmm. it happen already. in but his. He- right but he alludes to like he saw more than what he told the audience oh yeah information was withheld and i thought that was very interesting of like oh he He knows more it makes his you know we saw episode you know like the first time we saw him talking like down in the basement with reiner just the way he was talking was like this isn't our aaron you know yeah and getting the proof now that aaron did see more than he was letting on more than he was telling everybody i was like the transition of character makes a whole lot more sense. Well, now. even just the transition into in I said last
0: week too in the, in the year-long gap after he kisses her hand and then they yeah. arrive on the shore and he mm-hmm. says, "If we kill everybody, will we be free?" That he's completely changed. Yes,
1: and like it now makes all the mo- that much more sense. It was and, just it was it's one of the most yeah. concrete things we've had in this show. Yeah, like honestly, since the basement. You know, it was just kind of like the, oh fuck, this was less of an oh fuck, because I think we've kind of known it's been leading up to this, but it was just kind of like, finally, now we know like what his stance is and like where, you know, now we can move forward with it.
0: Yeah. It also, and we will get into this more, but like, I think this begins, this furthers our questioning of free will, because Grisha knew that he was going to go take the Founding Titan, right? Mm -hmm. Because he'd already been shown. Um. And he knew it was inevitable, and that the future in the future had already happened, right? Yep. And Aaron knew that he would make Grisha do it, and so he kind of robbed Grisha of his of his choice. But like in a way, Aaron was also robbed of that because he's he also, saw he's it.
1: just fulfilling the loop.
0: Essentially, Ex- yeah, yeah, he's closing the loop. So did he ever have a choice? And I think. there's a very interesting interesting. line
1: later in the episode that i think kind of answers that question yes
0: and i know what you're talking about so we we will get there but but proceed i don't want to jump
1: i don't want to jump on no
0: no i got you
1: but um so you know like the back and forth and you know zeke kind of just you know orders the founder to go like Mm -hmm. euthanize and it's interesting that like she has to touch what i'm assuming is the coordinate itself like i know the air or i guess the paths Mm -hmm. would be in the coordinates the area Mm -hmm. so she starts making her run and um, you know anyone that's familiar with the internet knows that you know this is kind of a, now a famous scene considering like the connotation of what went into it. Um, anyone reading online knows that the the voice actor for Aaron almost blew his vocal cords mm-hmm. out recording this scene, I guess, or how true is that or not? It was reported. And it was a big. He thing. said
0: it in an interview. Yeah,
1: I saw it sourced a lot. I think the day the day of this up the morning of this dropped i believe it was like for us like obviously like it probably already aired over there was in the process of airing but um you know so aaron tries to get out of his chains and the animation of him pulling his hand out Mm -hmm. was so it's one of the top five grossest things attack on titan has ever done when animation
0: yeah grosses you out like a saw movie can Mm. impressive
1: yeah. So you know he he gets up, he tries to pull his hands out of his chain. It looks like he loses a like a, mm-hmm. a part of his hand or, or both hands. And he makes a run for the founder mirror. who's heading towards the path. So mm-hmm. this, this is the moment of like in, in rewatching it, this is the scene of like Zeke just drops the ball. He just doesn't shut up. He doesn't like try to stop Aaron. He's just you know like it's funny cuz Grisha gave him those lines of like you have to stop Aaron. You can't let him do it, and Z kind of just stood there dumbfounded, like calling after him. You know, like a dog. Well, I you know, think it was just—it was just so everything he knew.
0: And everything he knew, he believed he won. I think, and obviously, foolishly,
1: right? Yeah. But I really think he thought he won. Hmm. Turns out he didn't, because uh, well, we don't actually see Aaron make contact with the founder. Not yet. Yeah. It, it's almost like about to, and then we do. What we were to earlier, we get this, you know, this pre-eldian, yeah, the history, the, will, the history of Ymir, essentially,
0: yeah. So the the OP is between those two things, um, <laughs> again, phenomenal. And you oh, know, just... Zeke has this little line where he says, "Like nothing can stop her once she started moving," which is mm-hmm. interesting, and perhaps foreshadowing to what happens later. Um, I will note just on the Aaron blowing his voice out thing. One, it was well done animation, sure. vocal vocal uh, voice acting. Jesus um but i will say grisha ble- better. <laughs> grisha was better no i will say if he blew out his voice doing that homie would not have lasted an episode on dragon ball z
1: no <laughs>
0: <laughs> just for what it's for the record who are those poor bastards mm. chris what is it sabat or something i don't know those guys mm. they like oh I, the, for the dubs you mean yeah the dubs yeah i don't know the the other guys names but i just mean like you know they get so many fan questions like what's your least favorite part and every time it's like this what do you mean it, the screaming the screen there's so much screaming
1: mm. anyway yeah um then we get Aaron? your
0: mirror's backstory
1: yeah so i don't know about you but i was just so stoked on it's like just the it reminded me of you know when we finally see like we knew about what happened to connie's village. Mm-hmm. But we didn't see it, right? Mm-mm. And then we eventually do. You know, usually later, shows yeah. like Zeke and the Marley soldiers kind of like releasing the gas. I was getting vibes right off the bat. It was just like a village in peace. You know, they're, wa- you know, they're getting water from the well and they're feeding their animals, and then just like coming over the horizon is just impending death. Like truly, what was coming at them was <laughs> the destruction of the future. You know, it was. I love it. Ah, uh, so goddamn. I love awkward. how they did it. And it all makes sense. You know, like it's. And so here's the interesting thing. Is it technically not true that Eldians were the ones who cast the first stone? Well,
0: because yes and no. Because I think the ironic part is that Ymir
1: herself wasn't Eldian. (laughs) She was not, no. But but that's the thing, too. I've been trying to wrap my head around, like, so... We're jumping ahead a little bit, but this essentially this group of marauders that comes over the hill, and they you know, they mm. attack her village and enslave everyone, including founder Ymir. At one point in a few scenes, he, he makes a point of my tribe Eldia has grown yes. quite large. Yes. So the tribe originally was called Eldia. I don't know if, like, we don't have maps. We don't know what the nations were called. But, like, by definition, the people living in those villages were not Eldians, Exa-
0: I guess. I think Eldians are only... Descendants, no matter how far and wide, but they are ultimately descendants of Ymir herself, not this tribe. Not necessarily this tribe. So that's I think, why they
1: call them subjects of Ymir versus Eldians. Yeah.
0: So I think, like, ultimate, like, yeah, like, I think this king, whoever he was, this guy, he is the one who sort of cast the first stone. He is the royal blood of the Eldians, though. Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah, no, he he is the royal bloodline, and she serves him right Mm -hmm. and and so that's who can use the the power of the founding titan but i think like you know it's not eldians necessarily who like ravaged the country and the world i think it's it was royal families and that like used Mm -hmm. ymir and and enslaved her titan descendants to do their bidding
1: yes it, and then it, it, it turned it, into like a hate of a nation yeah. of a people versus and like then, a sect of people yeah. yeah
0: and then of course you know they all are painted with the same brush and that you know no one really knows that they're technically all slaves um so they they were never really free you know even when they even when Eldia lost their power to marley like it's
1: not like they were on the winning side they were more mm-hmm. or less slaves anyway already it was really interesting because i i read something online that I never would have thought of it. I thought there was just, like, a, a way they were visually telling the story. But everyone that was a slave had no color in their eyes. It was just essentially, like, black yeah. holes with, like, lines through them. And I, yeah. I found it. Someone brought up the point of, like, well, how come the king had it? Mm-hmm. And someone was, like, quick to respond. of like, oh, well, like, he was a slave to greed and all this and that. And I'm like, oh, like, I could see that. I could perhaps see it. You know, but at the same time, you see, like, at one point, you see what I'm assuming is Mar- Marley soldiers. Cause he makes a point of like, destroy my enemy, mm-hmm. the, you know, the evil people, of Marley mm-hmm. or whatnot. And they had it too. So I don't know about that, but um, I think we should just kind of like break down. Like I, I did like a quick rundown of everything that happens in yeah. the scene. Cause there's some steps and it kind of, kind of makes sense to go through them all. I so, think so. Yeah. So up top, you know, the, I guess the tribe of Eldia, you know, attacks your village, you know, they become a slave through, do Due to some like weird circumstances, uh, Founder Your Mir is scapegoated. Oh,
0: I want to mention very yeah. quickly, they don't show it on screen, but I'm 99% sure she has her tongue cut out. It looks like all the slaves are in line to get their tongues cut out. Oh. And that's why I think she's a mute.
1: Gotcha. I didn't put that together, but that makes Because there is a scene where they, they have knives up to someone's mouth. Yeah. They have, yeah, like, they, in. They, yeah. Well,
0: they've got a guy's tongue in between tongs as well in that, in that little painting. Oh. And she's, she's like, behind him as though she's next in line. Gotcha. Um, I'm 99% sure she's a mute.
1: That checks out. I, so, I, I completely missed that. All I, think, that I've
0: watched. <laughs> I think maybe never dialogue, which, like, is so ironically punishing.
1: But anyway, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll get to Slave with that. no voice, yeah. Yeah um but yeah so she you know she's by happenstance she's chosen as the scapegoat for a lost pig you know they get this all started
0: because Winnie the Pooh got away
1: (laughs) sorry piglet piglet um but uh, anyway so then she you know cuts to a scene of her running in the woods she's being hunted for sport um and then you know the key scene you know during her escape she comes into like a hiding spot and almost goes to like this ethereal realm of it. Like I'm almost like a magical tree underneath a big tree. Yeah. And she comes in contact with just an unknown something, being, something. And she receives her Titan abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, great scene of her erupting. Beautiful. From wherever she is bigger than planet. any
0: Titan we've seen.
1: I would say, I guess scale is kind of Sc- hard to tell scale. Because, it is, but yeah, you know, but she's quite big. Definitely. I didn't expect her to be that big. Um, you know and then due to uh stockholm syndrome i'm guessing she <laughs> returns to the eldians um their empire kicks off the eldian empire i think officially kicks off in this instance
0: freedom never occurs to her
1: she's no. just right back to yep one yep. right back to to you know what she had and um you know she becomes like a bear of children like the they really hit home just how disgusting King Fritz is. Very important that they do that. I think like they had
0: to. They had to be. Um, I think they had to be upfront about what this means. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Now you're gonna bear my children. Yeah. It, it's not what you've given us is not enough. The I need line it forever.
1: Of like you, you have been rewarded, slave. Like you can bear my seed. Just the way he... Yeah. every time he says, like he calls her slave, Yamir. Yeah. Every time he, he, he never lets her forget, it. right? No, no, and. You know, so this is this is fun. Seems totally obvious after it happens. She bears three children: mm-hmm. Rose, Maria, and Scene. Name <laughs> Cena. of the walls, yeah. And I was like, obviously, complete. You know, completely overmed. But that's awesome, perfect. Um, and then you know, a couple more things shows more, um, a couple more instances of her at war and like the you know the the armies amassing and all that. And there's a there's a really really cool shot of her walking down a, um, a channel of soldiers and mm. she's holding one of the kid, or the three kids are with her mm-hmm. and just kind of marching. And it reminded me of, um, uh, uh, Willie Tiber and like the, the Warhammer clan. Oh yeah. They'd all like walk in unison like that, like a single unit, you know, like answering the map or like following the leader and all it was mm-hmm. just the way they were all tightening. I thought that was really cool. Um, there's a scene where someone tries to kill King Fritz and she sacrifices herself this can be up for debate, and I think we should come back to this later as to what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, she awakens in the coordinate. I in think path as the soul, yeah, soul path.
0: Before we get to Aaron and what he does, I think we take a pause and we break a lot of this down.
1: Yes, I think so. Okay, I, yeah. We're we're almost on the tail end yeah. of it. Okay. Um, so she wakens the coordinate. Um, I don't know if it's before or after like the really gross body horror shit, but there's a phenomenal shot of um the nine shifter titans of the original shifters. Um, you know, like the Colossal, the Attack Titan, mm-hmm. Warhammer, and all that, that's that is a screenshot waiting to be made for, for someone's but you know. Do her, you mean when she's desktop. in the when she's in the coordinate? I think so, I, oh yeah. So she's gone to the coordinate and I think you know and then the gross thing like you know, her children, you know, Rose, yeah. Marie and Cena are forced to eat her body, which is just yeah. ugh, gross. Um and they but, really yeah. hit that home the king uh, believes that like they they have to feast on her flesh to take her powers. Well, he was not quite. He didn't realize it was the spinal fluid, but he was he was onto something. He was you know? cannibalism. And, and it's like 2000 years ago, like it's it's mm. you know tribal that was a thing. Nomads and all this stuff. So like the that thought process completely checks, I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, but then there's that shot of like, you know, he has like this whole rant of you know like my daughter or you know my daughter's like when you die like to pass on their bodies to their grandchildren or their children and da, da 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 but there's just this shot of black silhouette like black and red silhouettes of all the nine titan shifters and like red eyes it's just so freaking cool but uh, and then Ariana yeah. interrupts the, uh the king's monologue um yeah
0: okay let, let's break a lot of this down let's do so, it I, so i okay you just talked for a while but let mm-hmm. me ask you this I just wanted to hit it all up because well, there's, no, no.
1: there's a lot to talk about. All we, in there.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I think that's the right move. Let's, let's, you know, now we can break it down. But let me ask you this because you asked me. How do you feel about that reveal?
1: Um, Specifically, like, her origin story. I, I think... I love it. I think it completely makes sense. Um, okay. I think it really hits home just, like, the root of the tragedy of this whole story we've mm-hmm. been in love with and I think... Think it's, you know, when it comes to tone, and I think it's on the same wavelength as the story that's been told over these past few years. Yeah. So I think you know of actual content within it. You know, I'm sure there's room for debate and arguing about that, but I think tone is what really matters, mm-hmm. and I think the tone works. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. I think I agree with that. Um,
0: I, I'm incredibly satisfied with that origin yeah. story um i'm satisfied with the fact that she's been enslaved this entire whole time i think is like mm. the most tragic bit yep um i do you think you know working sort of backwards here yeah falco said once when reiner what had saved him and nearly died um for, he saved him from aaron's titan explosion he said, Reiner should be fine as long as he has the will to live. The power mm. of the Titans should should heal him. Do you think when she took that last spear, she had kind of given up? Do you, like? Do you think the curse of Ymir hadn't actually taken effect yet? It wasn't like she lasted 13 years and died. But do you think maybe she gave up and tried to succumb to
1: death in that moment? Well, I think she, I think, so there's a couple things and we'll, I don't think we'll ever know, but I think there's a play of her, maybe her guilt hmm. and choosing, like seeing what was coming and, you know, trying to maybe end it. Hmm. Um, the 13 year thing could have kicked in because maybe she was the Titan for 13 years. Well, we, we know she, well, we don't know. They said that, that like um,
0: when Grisha's, you know, info dump happened in season yeah. three, Armin said, The the founder Ymir, died thirteen years after she she inherited the power of the Titans, and therefore so do all of her descendants. The and you know her descendants seem to literally get sick and die. Yeah, but she did not. Right, like she went out. Yeah, yeah. So the question is like, she chose She chose to. So you think she willingly was like, I don't want to. I'm like I've tapped out.
1: But it's but the thing, my I guess the the counter argument to that or the other side is. She just continued to the will when she was in the Coordinate. If she had truly given mm. up, she would have chosen not to do any I, of that.
0: I wonder if this isn't by choice. I wonder if... And, and uh, you know, there are some questions here. I'm semi-confident we won't get answers to. Yeah. Like, why was she sentenced to build Titans for all, practically eternity? You know, well, instead of
1: getting a death. Do you think it was just a matter of someone who now has the founding Titan ability made contact with someone with royal blood, went to the coordinate and told her what to do. I don't know. You know that I think, you know, and we have more to talk about with the episode stuff of how just, I think the whole process of the coordinate itself. And I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on how like the bloodline, the subject of Ymir started moving on so quickly. Yeah. Was it just people, like, her? was it literally her bloodline that was continuing to I expand, think so. and expand and expand and expand? Yeah, because so many...
0: you can see the coordinates split into three when she has three daughters and they eat her.
1: Oh, and then from there it splintered into more and more. then they more.
0: had probably had three kids, so on and so forth. But I think, that, but that means she was already there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think she was sent there after death and she's stuck. And that might be, like, the price she paid for coming into contact with whatever she she came into contact with or maybe Mm -hmm. she's just not allowed to move on because she's never freed herself from being a slave you know like i don't know if we'll get i'd like to think that she'll be free of this um somehow because one thing about the ending that isn't clear and i know we'll get there but is is that how does this help ymir i get that she's probably furious and wants out but how does this get her out and and that's not clear yet but, but but we will get there um what what about her coming into contact with this thing um i have some i've done some i did some cool reading i think I sent you did some, some very cool reading yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you said some of that my way it was that was pretty cool okay so okay, do you so, want to break did you want to break that down
0: yeah i'll break it down yeah. in real quick so my thought um the first thing i actually thought was that it i thought it was like the world tree like norse like yggdrasil yeah i like it was such as huge larger than life tree. And I was like, well, this has to be significant. And then there's that giant tree in the OVA. I don't think that was, um, you know, that giant tree with the, uh, Titan inside it with the diary. Yes. Um, I don't think yeah. it's the same tree, but I was like, oh yeah, you know, trees. Um, but there, there is this like larger than life tree and she falls into the root of it. And it felt like an ancient tree, and it was 2,000 years ago, so who knows how long humanity really been around, and mm-hmm. I was like, maybe there's something holy about that, if we want to go with the religious angle, I, I don't know. Um, but my first thought was the world tree. And then, like, the mid-credit role is, like, you know, very late in this episode, mm-hmm. but the mid-credit it role really, yeah. in this episode talks about, it's something, right? Was it an alien? Was it a god that pitied Ymir? was it a parasite? It kind of looked like a parasite. Yeah. Um, anyway, one of the things that I found looking around, you know, very spoiler averse, and, and luckily I didn't really um, happen across anything in particular, spoiler wise, is uh, this term hallucinogenia. Hallucinogenia. Say that five times fast. Um, but I I'd, I'd got a, like a bunch of stuff and kind of crunched it into one, two sentences that I can read real quick. Um, Hallucigenia is one of the oldest creatures that existed on Earth around 500 million years ago during the Cambrian period. Uh, Simon Conway Morris discovered the fossils of the extinct genus in 1977. The description for Hallucigenia states that it had around 10 pairs of slender legs, and when you compare the AOT, quote, parasite, and Hallucigenia's model side by side, you can clearly see the resemblance slash influence. Mm-hmm. So, like, that is to say... You know, I don't think we'll ever get an, a canon answer, but no. I think it's possible that Isayama may have seen a prehistoric 500 million year old parasite, one of the first creatures ever to exist. And was like, okay, what if there was something like that underneath like a world tree? Hmm. Like maybe the beginnings of life. Stick you know, with me. But yeah, you know, yeah. they say like, maybe she came into contact with, The source of all living matter and i don't know if that's true but maybe she came into contact with something incredibly old maybe some of the first living matter
1: what i my first thought was like i got very like hp lovecraft vibes like i thought this is like an eldritch like an old god or something like that like it's very you know cthulhu-esque and you know just kind of the creepy crawlies and i'm sure a lot of his Mm -hmm. work is based off like old fossils and shit like that like this you know like the hallucinogenia is what it's called. hallucinogenia yeah. Hallucigenia. You know, so it's I think I think like the infographic that they use is just very telling of like who knows, who cares. The story is what it is. And yeah. I I kind of like the vagueness of it and I think Attack on Titan has always lived in the darkness in that way mm-hmm. for a lot of its stuff. You know, obviously later down the road some things were revealed to us and you know it all checks out and that was awesome but I think it is the show is comfortable to being vague, and I think this is oh yeah, this is like the you know the root of it all, the start of it all, and I'm fine with it kind of being like we got Ymir stuff. I don't need all the details of Ymir, you know.
0: It would be weird if they went out of their way to be like, yeah, it's a 500 million year old parasite, right? Like yeah. that would not be in keeping with AOT.
1: Mm-hmm. With but, connections to like a dreamscape and all this and that, you know. It's, yeah. yeah, this yeah, is
0: yeah. this is more than good enough. Um, but that I just thought was a fun working theory that mm-hmm. the fan base has kind of come up with since they saw this in the manga and I was like, "You know what? That's a really cool theory. I don't think it'll be confirmed, but like if that is a theory, it does work for me." But yeah. I think the the important thing is that she did in fact come into contact with something. Yeah. Um not intentionally, apparently. And then and then, you know, we get this whole uh greedy like misfortune that sort of happens to her that's kind of the ironic part is she comes into touch with maybe potentially godly powers mm. but her instinct is to resort to revert back to slavery <laughs> um it's uh, so sad i i will say one last thing just before we move on is um that titans weren't born cannibals that was mm-hmm. humanity's greed <laughs> like yes i think that's probably you know among the more on the nose um metaphors in the show but i think sure. like the insatiable hunger that titans are born with comes from humans and not from ymir it wasn't yeah. you know like that was straight from the king and that i think is like it's cool to see confirmation of that and that's like one of the coolest reveals i thought that they
1: did it's i think a really cool thing about this show is they do a good job at showing lasting effects mm-hmm. and you know the odd you know this is this is probably one of the biggest episodes of like where those effects come from, but you know, like you know the Titans and just like the Curse of Ymir and how like you know just like the cause and effect, mm-hmm. and to see you know two thousand years later, like this is where this is a natural evolution of it all, and this is where we're seeing it. It's yeah, so, the show is so fucking fascinating. These are the
0: consequences, <laughs> yeah, of your actions. I uh, I fucking love it, man. The reveal was was really good um is there anything we haven't talked about yet as, as far as that reveal goes i think we're probably good i think
1: we're probably good you know it was, it was really yeah we can plot it. it was really concrete i also just the rosemary and seeing the thing was just it was just so like the what scene which well, is when we find out that their names you know her three oh, children yeah it was just like ah uh, aha yes like you know right on <laughs>
0: it, it's it's funny because like those walls weren't built until Marley had collapsed, or not Marley, uh, Eldia had collapsed years and years later, but obviously yeah. the Founding Titan would have known, or they would have had all the memories mm-hmm. to name the walls that, which is pretty cool.
1: Well, they, they were selective, right? Yeah. You know, it's some things they couldn't let go of, or like their hubris, they couldn't let go of uh, where they came from. It's Yeah. yeah humans are the worst. <laughs> But, um, so anyway, so we get, we had all this, you know, flashback with Ymir and we kind of cut back to Aaron finally, finally reaching out and, you know, kind of getting a hold of Ymir. Really well done cut, by the way, like vocal needle drop. Yes. You kind of, you hear him before you see him kind of thing. Yeah. And just like, you know, he's got like his arms around her and just his whole monologue. It almost seems like he's talking into the ether. Like, you know, it's like, she's not even there for the most part. Like she hears it, but just the way he's talking, it's like, he's reaching out farther than her. It's... It, in a weird way, like just to spend a quick moment
0: here, like he says, you're not a slave. You're not a God. You're just a person. Do you want it? And he says more stuff. He says, do you want to do this forever? Like, or do you want to choose? Like you could, you can choose. And in a weird way, it's like Aaron, just by him being there and because he's not Zeke and he's not uh, someone who's got the vow He's just a person who's there and like giving her a shake. Yeah, is that the first person to give her a choice in two thousand years?
1: One hundred percent.
0: So he's jarring her into out of this loop that she's kind of been in, ironically, Mm -hmm. because all she does is make titans and And follow orders.
1: It's felt like more than two thousand years for her.
0: Yes, that's that's the fucked up part. Yeah, it's two thousand years of history is a lot, but it's 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 literally orders of magnitude more than that for her mm-hmm. because she didn't exist in a place without time like look how exhausted zeke has been just by being there and briefly. he said
1: years you know and he was bitching about it like, yeah
0: pretty you know. crazy man anyway yeah. i you know and uh, I, I just i love that and he asks i think one of the biggest questions that i, I wonder how we're going to find out and he says was it you who led me here Where, you know have you been waiting all this time for someone to come help you
1: my guess is yes i think she's I think she is the one who might have set Aaron on the path. Yeah. yeah but how? How though? I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to picture her to really manipulate, you know? Well, after what we just learned of her. Y-
0: Yeah, so let's spend a minute here. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: this episode is called From You, 2,000 Years in the Future. Or is it From You, 2,000 Years in the
1: Future? I think it's, I think it's so, yeah.
0: And the pilot of the whole series is To You, 2,000 Years in the Future. And the pilot starts with Aaron waking up from a dream in tears. Mm. I think the working theory is that that was the moment she sent him something. He's technically mm. a subject of Ymir and therefore subject to the powers of the coordinate, right? Sure. He didn't have a Titan yet, but they, that may not matter because he's her descendant,
1: right? They, sh- they show later that communication between the founder and... All subjects of Ymir is doable, regardless possible. of them being a, tight, a shifter or not.
0: So, I you know, I think that's like a, we've got the bones of a theory there. Yeah. She asked for help in some way. Um, it's not clear how she guided him there. We can see that Eren guided Grisha. Yes. To make his own plan come to fruition, which we're about to see. But how she got him there, not
1: as clear. He's sort of her savior, but like, I, did he have a say in this? It Almost felt like he was No, not Zeke in that moment, but like to like just the way he poses the question of yeah. like you know, it's not even talking to her, it's almost like more talking to himself, like he's piecing it together. But, mm-hmm. um, I love that a moment, mm-hmm. great model. That's I think that's one of the highlights of the episode, just like that one little line reading of just because it just makes you think of oh, yeah, could yeah, very well be,
0: yeah, okay, okay, keep going, cut to current time,
1: cut to current time, and uh, <laughs> uh, Bone Centipede, <laughs> so when we bone get centipede. The, we get the shape, before we see the bone centipede, we get the shape of, like, this unknown being. That, thing. You know, the parasite. Um, and it links Aaron's body to his head. Mm-hmm. And one of the most unsettling things this episode is when Aaron's eyes kind of shoot. You know, like, from... They start clarity, moving they again. Start moving
0: again. I saw someone do a side-by-side okay, of Levi nearly decapitating Reiner. And then his eyes do the same thing. It's like, I don't know, like, I don't think there's a narrative like parallel there. Sure. Or maybe or maybe there is. I don't I don't think so. But it's like Levi thinks he's got Reiner and then Reiner's eyes are like rolled in the back of his head and then they come down again. Yeah. And it's sort of it's very similar and eerie to what happens to Aaron here. But sorry, proceed.
1: Well, if there's one comparison to Aaron and Reiners, they they just don't give up. Yeah. Well, in certain instances Reiner does, but but um so anyway, so then, you know, we get a Titan shift and we get the bone centipede, and simultaneously we get the rumbling.
0: It's rumbling, it's rumbling. <laughs> wow. I'd like to point out that in your show notes you have bone centipede, and then in parentheses <laughs> gnarly. Yeah. I could hear you saying
1: gnarly. <laughs> it was. It was uh, the bone centipede is gnarly. Yeah, the bone uh, or the centipede titan. But um, so anyway, so we just you know we get this big quite annoying i think armin puts it like it's enormous like armin completely undersells it in this scene armin like, like, kind
0: of nerfed this arc it feels a bit like yeah um we'll, we'll get to that but um sorry armin is like you know just the audience he's just narrating things as they happen
1: completely i just i want more for my guy mm-hmm. you know it's he's it's not common to see i understand like where the story is going like he's he's not oh, a it's, part of that it's but very outside of his control it's um it's just it's weird not have it around but anyway so the rumbling begins the wall comes down you know we had some the, probably the like they totally could have cut this out of the episode was armin trying to talk to mikasa and she's like say again like huh? I, under- I understand it's loud but it was like that was in the manga apparently
0: and like people were like oh i'm happy they did that i was like really because it felt out of place but it felt super out of place but they, they yeah i i think and i'll I'll stretch to defend them i think what they're trying to do here is show you how disruptive the rumbling is because, like, you see everyone like Flock, uh, Magath, PX—they they, they yeah. all fall in to where the like the stone disappearing before their feet, and maybe they're all dead. We don't really know. We see Reiner making a run for Gabby to help her, mm-hmm. and and I also gotta say I love the change in color palette. How mm-hmm. it was day before and now it's not. Like it's just there's red in the air from the glow yeah. of all the colossal titans and all the dust. It feels apocalyptic. It feels like Absolutely. the end. Absolutely, um, but I think yeah, that like what? <laughs> huh? Say again? Um, I think they were they were trying to be like
1: it's things are insane, but whatever. We, I know it's but like we know that, and anyway, I'm not I'm not gonna gripe on it. it. Just I was so confused of like that's weird. Yeah, like it, it kind of just t- for me. Like I know it seems like an it's a genuine nitpick, and I know it's annoying, but like it just completely killed the pace. Or like the, you know, the momentum of what we were going at. I was just kind of like, I had to stop and think about like, is that supposed to be funny or what is this? Like, I know I'm overanalyzing it, but... No, no, it was um, a weird moment. I'll, it was I'll a full, an, a full an- an- analyzing episode. Like, I was just in, you know, your, a focused zoom in. But, but then
0: um, but then they give Armin this, like, line, which is like, in case you didn't get it, audience, Aaron's... <sighs> on our this, side. On our, it's like, on our side, quote. It's like, I mean, he's sort of on your side. Like, yeah. he... Like, he's doing what he wants. It's not, like, what all of you wanted, right? Like, and even then, you're you're still wrong. Because Armin goes, oh, he's going to go crush the Global Alliance. Great, dot, dot, mm-hmm. dot, question mark? I mean, it's, like, I guess. If you want to call this a win, it's a win. He had to start, like, an insurrection and, like, tear apart the scouts to do it. But whatever, I guess he's still our friend. But then we realize, like, well, no, it's not even
1: just that. He's He took down all the walls. Yeah. It almost makes you wonder what casualties there was for them to come down you know like children yeah the formatting of the walls and like the closeness of you know the way everything's built so tight like jam-packed and like i'm sure those all the debris coming down would have like killed people in yeah all of you know parody i mean i think it would be i don't know if it's
0: fitting if we get a longer death scene, it might be fitting. But it might be fitting if Locke is crushed to death in all this, and Aaron well, won't give a fuck. Like, we know, you know he what I mean? wasn't. No, know I he don't. wasn't. Because we he was. see him. In, we see him in the coordinate later. Oh, okay. But still, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I think like just to that point, like Aaron would have given a shit. Like,
1: no, no, no. no at this point, he
0: doesn't care about collateral
1: damage. No, it's just his goal, the the move forward. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the endings report. But yeah. So, you know, and then so we have that weird you know thing with Mikasa, and then they're kind of talking, and I think you know transitioning from a thing i didn't like between the two of them was them kind of just like popping into the coordinate for a second yeah was like oh shit what's Uh-oh. going on and you know then aaron like just addresses all the living subjects of ymir he's with... doing at all on twitter <laughs> 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 at uh, at this channel oh my at god ld and chat only <laughs> all i could picture was like you know Remember, like in in WoW back in the day, people just go to Ogremar and just go in all slash all all. and just get ludicrous shit for everyone to see. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But uh, but anyway, so you know, he kind of just lays out his plan of like you know exterminate everyone that's not on this island. And he, you know, it's interesting because they show Mar or they show Marley and Eldians that are over there because there's someone significant. Must be someone important because they have a red armband on. Mm. I'm not sure who that is. Maybe that's Annie's dad or or, or someone. Mm. But you know, he just makes the proclamation of like, you know, exterminate, and then you get that really, and, you know, there's more stuff going to, and we'll break that down. Mm-hmm. But the episode just kind of ends with a still shot of what I'm assuming Aaron now looks like. As yeah. Titan hybrid, bone centipede, or whatever you want to call yeah, it.
0: Yeah. That's a manga panel. The only oh, thing is it really? Ch- yeah. That's the only thing they changed was like he had a speech bubble. They removed that and uh, they greened up the eyes. And that's it. So cool. No, I don't think they've ever done anything like that. Like they literally just made a full screen hmm. manga panel. The, you know, no, no motion or anything. I think they came close to the Elena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Elena. I hope she dies screaming. Um, Okay, man. So let's let's break that down. Yeah. Jesus. So, did we, when we had like all these conversations about what he would finally do, mm. the rumbling was one of them. Yes. But I don't know if you and I ever differentiated, like the rumbling to crush the alliance, like the 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 nuclear deterrent rumbling versus the rumbling
1: to kill everybody. I always just assumed everybody because mm. when. I more, I thought that when Aaron was kind of like, you know, towards the end of part one, when he was just like running loose. Yeah. And, you know, he's always been like barking about, you know, the rumblings, the way, the way, the way, and all that. And I just assumed, I thought more maybe it would be focused on, you know, Marley, and mm. then a lot of collateral damage.
0: But it's fucked because the first time he hears about the, the
1: rumbling, it's when Azuma
0: Beto and co are pitching it in part one and he says if this is zeke's plan he can shove it up his ass because like they were saying like in order for this to work you're gonna have to pass down the founding titan and the be and the you know and the inner royal blooded titan more or less indefinitely i think that was the part aaron took issue with was the
1: like passing down titans and more or less acting like livestock do you think that was just him trying to win over trying to get zeke on his side so he can get close to him i don't know but but i because he had the memories already, right? Um, I don't understand. Like, why did he not just do all this with? Um, oh, he can't do it with uh, Historia because of the vow.
0: Yes, right? uh, technically he could have done it with Historia, but she would have had to eat Zeke. Or she could have had. She could have eaten anybody, I guess. Why did
1: she have to be a Titan though?
0: Um, what they said in season four, part one, is that it has to be a founding a Titan with royal blood and a Titan with the founder. Like, they always oh. said a founding titan, or a royal-blooded titan, Jesus. But mm-hmm. that that didn't have the founder. It's, you know, animeism logic.
1: Oh, okay. That, okay, that like, actually clears up a lot of stuff for
0: me. Yeah. So, okay. So, anyway. Um, but to be, to be fair, like, he didn't like that version of the plan. But that version of the plan only supposed that you release a piece of the rumbling. Mm. And he's not doing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> he... You know how you cure racism, Grant? you get rid of the other all other races yeah is aaron's is
1: aaron's cure do you think he has lost control and ymir okay so this is what i was thinking hit me up is ymir now driving the boat Mm. or the car (laughs) and through his voice Mm. or you know the guise of aaron and she is just once again acting as a slave continuing on the needs of eldia No. No, you don't think so? Because historically, like, she's always returned back to yeah, LD. Or I guess we've had, like, you know, I think or whatever. But. Okay, so I
0: think a way that nerfs... Um, the way you nerf Ymir is you... While she does have all the power in the world, um, but she's a slave to it, and I don't think she can influence things on, like, our physical, like, plane. Mm. I think her only ability is to allow to give her masters her power to use and, and that she can't cross over. Oh, okay. So I, you know, this is my take, but I think her act of freedom, her first choice is to deny a Royal blooded person and give it to Aaron instead. I think that's like oh, her first okay. choice because I, I remember the moment when we finally see her eyes and she's like crying mm. is it's, this is the moment Zeke is he's running after them and he says something and I think he actually pushed her over the edge. Aaron has this beautiful monologue, but Zeke's last words are obey me, I'm a d i am ai have royal blood. Yeah. And I think like she's always done that. And then Aaron's sitting there being like, like clearly I don't have it, but you're not a slave. Yeah. And I think like that's her first choice, hmm. is that she gives it to Aaron, but I think Aaron is, quote, acting of his own accord. But, he, but he's also said i can end it and he hasn't really said what that means but i I'd, I'd like to think that he's going to end it for her but i also think that maybe he thinks ending it for her means like getting Eldian's out of danger forever and maybe that means killing everybody else hmm. like maybe those two things he's conflated those two things or like those two things have to go in, happen have to happen in tandem I get it, it's murky there, but yeah, you know what I mean. There's,
1: there's a lot of it's very murky going forward, which is it kind of. We'll cool, get answers, but, but we're yeah. gonna get answers. But it's I'm excited to see. Also, and to anyone listening, do your best to not see episode titles going forward because I don't think they've released anymore. Yeah, let's try and go as blinded as as a community. <laughs> let's yeah. try and go in as blinded as I saw next is. week's episode title. Ah, oh, did know. you really? It's
0: actually it's not bad at all. I won't tell. Oh,
1: you. okay, all right, but I won't tell you. But um. So, do you now think it's just a race for the original gang and the Marley and, and all these people just to try and talk some sense into Eren to get him to not destroy the world and own the global alliance?
0: I I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they could possibly stop him. Like, if he's actually in that Titan, that giant thing, and I think we should assume that he is, yeah. how are they going to communicate with him? And he's surrounded by colossal Titans. Like, even oh, yeah, if, How could they stop him? Even if Armin's change like he's one in a sea of colossal titans now like they'd get nowhere near him so i i think aaron drives the ship i don't i don't know if they can stop him hmm. and I, there's no way even if they i would call it a red con. but even if they like do sex machina levi to full health even like even he couldn't stop them you know what i mean yeah. like there, i don't know what they can do um it's it's tricky. It's like in a way, does this like, because Aaron has talked about how much he hates slavery and yeah. slaves and partic- people that live like livestock, and it's ironic because he's his hatred for that is sort of what allows him to free Ymir, but does does that make him the villain for the rest of all humanity?
1: Hmm. Well, in everyone else's eyes, yes, because he's about to like demolish them. Yeah. But so does I guess this kind of solidifies his stance with mikasa no what do you mean her just like being like mm. you know like a hypothetical slave to him just because based on like you know whatever's okay. hardwired into I'm, her i'm glad you brought that up
0: I, so i think you make a good point um and that there's a chance he meant those things because his resolve seems so strong right now sure yeah yeah um and that he he has like a i don't know if it's a genuine hatred for slavery or, or what, because he's also saving Ymir. And he also, in his reasoning, as fucked up as it may be, he says, I've decided to protect the island where I grew up and, the, like, you know, my home. Mm, and Armin and. Yeah, and yeah, Armin and Mikasa are part of that. So I don't think he has any illusions. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he thinks it's going to all go back to normal after this. Mm. But, like, I also wonder are they pulling the, like,. Aaron, because he had the memories even then, obviously, when he lashed out at Aaron or at Armin and Mikasa, like, did he just know that the things he would have to do were going to come at such a high price that he Mm -hmm. just had to push them away? Because they would either try to stop them or even for
1: their own safety, maybe. But what was the point of him trying to find them and have that sit down? Because by breaking those bonds, you know what I mean? Could he not have just completely distanced himself and just, like, like you know cut ties like he seems to be doing going forward like he it's it's interesting because he is keeping all of the subjects in ymir in the loop which i found very funny true you know like it's it's almost like he's trying to justify his actions a little bit or not justify but like maybe he thinks they won't stop him him. i don't know yeah it's damn i just want the next episode you know like it's i saw this and i was like fuck like this is in a long time where it's cliffhangery for sure. Obviously, like, mm-hmm. every episode. The has last it. three, yeah. But this is just the one where I'm like, oh my god! Like, I just wish I could hop right into the next one. I want to know yeah. what, uh, anything so far this season. I want to know what comes next now.
0: Yeah, and yeah. and and I it, it's funny because next week we might just get crazy action and destruction, but that won't necessarily meaning that won't necessarily come with answers to our questions, right? Mm. Because, dude, this is what the fourth episode. Uh, there might yes. be fourth or fifth there's seven left yeah. like and some people think they're gonna do a movie like how much more could there possibly be
1: what I is that true I have not heard I there is heard a faction that. out there that thinks that
0: thinks they're gonna do a movie oh my god um there's a faction out there that thinks they're changing the original manga ending there's a faction like there you know there's a lot of like fan conspiracy going on I'm not subscribing <sighs> to any
1: any of it and we still don't know how the manga ends but like I'm so excited for this to be over, and I can just deep dive the the deepest dive I've ever taken in my life. I'm just going to read everything. It's Um,
0: going to be fun. Last thing, uh, this is the last, like, little highlight I had, and then I have, like, some fun Easter eggs for you. Um, When Ymir sides with Eren, gives him the Founding Titan ability, you know, and, like, we see her eyes and her tears... Do you think they intentionally animated her face? The first time we see her face have expression. Do you think it was meant to look like Aaron's face? Like, like you know, that horrified expression that they showed us again when he touched Historia's hand? Of mm. when he saw the future.
1: It's funny you say that, because when we were rewatching it the last time, I couldn't place it. But I was like, I've seen this, te- like, chattering the teeth. The teeth is very specific, yeah. The chattering teeth and the eyes. I'm wondering if that was a titan I'm just thinking of. Yeah, um, because they do a lot of, I think they, there's just so much art there that I think they not reuse stuff, but they kind of just tease like fun little. Re- I think they reuse stuff for fun in the show, and a lot, especially with the Titans for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the eyes has always been a big giveaway, just like the fun stuff they do there. But yeah, I don't know. I I really don't know.
0: Yeah, man. Um, okay. Would you like Would you like me to lay some Easter eggs on you? Yeah um because last two episodes have been huge right and and there's been a lot of clues along the way we're just about coming up on an hour so i'm gonna do these relatively quickly Mm. but uh for anyone still listening check some of these out i think they're pretty cool um the big one probably the biggest one going around the internet right now is the season two finale Um, It's after Aaron uses the coordinate for the first time when he comes into contact with Dina and then that season ends and there's a very there's a new song there's a new ending and it's hieroglyphics basically and it's Ymir's entire life story literally from inheriting the Titan to her daughters eating her as cannibals it's all shown in like the entire her entire life story is shown in this in this storybook and there are a lot of people out there who when they went back and saw this said oh well that's like a cool easter egg for manga readers and the assumption was like oh well this was probably already done in the manga wrong (laughs) season two finale happened in 2017 the manga with these panels did not come out until 2019 meaning that isayama went out of his way in season two to put a clue two years ahead of before he had even wrote the story officially or released the story officially in the manga and five whole years before the anime would get to it so wild (laughs) obscene that is probably the biggest one check it out it's 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 like a cool animation sequence Mm -hmm. um disturbing as all hell like watching like children eat hearts because that's pretty much what it looks like um and then there's two from season one. I think you'll like Grant. I put some of them on our Instagram. Um, season one, episode 25. Um, after the fight with Annie, Jean and or John and Armin are walking down the hallway in uh, oh, somewhere yeah. in parody. And John says, like, is the only way to win this battle, of like the only way to win to abandon your humanity, which Aaron seems to have done. Yeah. And that Armin's next line, which I did not include, is, I think Aaron can do it. <laughs> mm. um, when Aaron loses control, only an episode before this, in season fun, season fun, season one fighting Annie, he sort of like, you know what is attack titan sort of catches fire because of the healing? Yeah. And there's like this crazy animation sequence. Like the one time they ever did it. Yeah. And he seems to like sort of lose control. And, you know, he was a vengeful little bastard uh as a kid but even here he says i'll just he doesn't just say i'll destroy the titans because he says that a lot he i'll kill everybody i'll kill them all and then he says over and over again i'll destroy the entire world (laughs) um and then obviously he has that little line at the end of season three where he uh you know he says if we kill everybody will we finally be free um last one i saw season four episode 15 zeke lays in a field of flowers after blowing him and levi to fucking bits Mm. he's surrounded in a field of flowers the same ones that ymir is surrounded in as she runs away from Uh, soldiers hunting her for sport (sighs) Uh,
1: there you go this this man this this fucking show man um I again, we each week. I'm just more stunned and thoroughly impressed at just how jam-packed and clear and concise these episodes are. Like it, t- it takes us an hour, <laughs> yeah, to do twenty to cover twenty minutes worth of stuff. It's incredible. This episode boogies too, which is so nice because this could yeah. have been one of the biggest trappings. Is it just could have been like breakneck? You know, some shows. I feel like a lesser show would would have split this up in two episodes
0: yeah because you could easily spend an episode on just ymir i was very like dude we got ymir's whole backstory we got the rumbling and we got aaron the almighty Mm -hmm. addressing you know an entire race of people through thought like we got we got huge development in this episode Mm -hmm. and there's seven episodes left i can't
1: Mm -hmm. believe it also uh one total nitpick and this is (laughs) i'm good to close it here but Mm -hmm. they did uh historia so like such a raw deal this episode like the animation styles or as a kid i saw i think i was was showing me a comparison between this same scene from when wit did it to that now and it's like it looks like coked out
0: it's funny because i think they use historia and frida that flashback i think that's the thumbnail on crunchyroll and i I was like why did they give (laughs) why did they give historia down syndrome in this (laughs) Not to be like I'm not making light of Down syndrome, but like she, they make her look disabled. Like, yeah, I don't know,
1: I don't know what that was, but you're not you're not wrong about that. That's funny. I forgot. What, I, 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 forgot about saw, that. I saw it. I was like, is this like a young Yelena? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is
0: this? <laughs> Fucking Elena. Yeah. Um, hey, maybe that's what we get next week. Maybe we get these ancillary, secondary, maybe primary character deaths in the carnage to follow, because yeah, there will be carnage. Not there the shitty be. Venom movie. But in Attack on Titan. (laughs) You're welcome. Um... Man, I think that just about wraps it up, right? Yeah, I think, I think uh,
1: Carnage <sighs> is a good place to end it.
0: Yeah, speaking of shitty movies, um, we, we've been covering Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan week to week. Demon Slayer's finale uh, airs next week. It's going to be a 45-minute special. We're obviously going to cover that. But once that's over, we're back to the post-show. Yeah. And if you're listening to this for the first time, that's just the podcast where we talk about literally everything else, from MCU movies to shitty venom movies to every other anime we're watching um like i was getting into jojo before this i think we're both watching peacemaker uh grant yeah there's you know and obviously not having to cover demon slayer will free us up to watch a bunch of other stuff so um keep an eye out for the post show Um, definitely subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already um we see that a lot of you listen to this one in particular so thank you yes um, thank you guys very much it like we started this podcast because of attack on titan i can't believe we've made it this far and we're still going strong so thank you again um and yeah check out the demon slayer pod if you're uh, watching that as well and if not check out the post show shortly thereafter find us on instagram at part-time otaku podcast thank you thank you again and we'll see you next week bye guys cheers